Welcome to Mental Health Matters Podcast. I'm Hillary Coughlin. And I'm Christina Anavi. We're both mental health clinicians and health coaches coming together to talk all things mental health and wellness. Our mission is to destigmatize the topic of mental health by talking about real life relatable experiences and hardships that people go through every day but may struggle to talk about. This is a place where we dig deep, get real, and empower you to get through life's challenges. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mental Health Matters podcast. Today, we have an episode called Stress in Your Nervous System, and we have a guest. We have a guest, Dr. Mackenzie katz Briley. So Dr. McKenzie, she's the owner of Life Chiropractic New Hampshire in Stratum and is a pediatric and perinatal chiropractor who focuses on optimal nervous system functioning through the chiropractic care she provides. When not in the office serving her practice members, Dr. McKenzie loves spending quality time with her husband and family, trying new restaurants and coffee shops in the seacoast and traveling. Dr. McKenzie moved down to Georgia to pursue her lifelong dream of being a chiropractor at Life University. And having grown up in the seacoast, she always wanted to come back and set up her practice. And she is loving it so far. Yay. So excited to have you, Mackenzie. Should we call you Dr. or Mackenzie? Mackenzie. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I was so excited to have you on. Mackenzie um, and I networked. Um, what, like a month ago, a couple, couple months at this point? I don't know. I, time time is weird when you're self it, it flies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, anyway, it was, it was really fun interacting with Mackenzie and just hearing about chiropractic care and how it relates to, um, to mental health. Because, I mean, we know that chiropractic care is kind of under an umbrella of just overall like health and wellness, um, as is, you know, therapy. Um, but I don't think a lot of people connect chiropractic care and mental health. So when you and I were talking about one-on-one, I was like, I have to have her on to talk about this because it's so interesting and so helpful. Um, so thank you for being on and joining. Of course. Happy to be here. Can you tell us a little bit about, um, just overall, like what brought you to chiropractic care and then what your experience so far has been as it relates to mental health? Yeah, so I um, was lucky enough to be adjusted since the age of three by my uncle um, in Dover, New Hampshire. He's still a chiropractor there. Three and I still years old? Weekly. Yes. So, so listeners, as soon as she said three years old, Hillary and I, our jaws just dropped. Impressive. Yeah. Also, listeners, Dr. Ramsey does um, pediatric chiropractic care, which I didn't even know was a thing. So I want to hear more about that. But sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. Um, I love sharing my chiropractic story, even with a lot of my parents who, you know, the mom comes in, is dealing with some neck pain, back pain, the stress of motherhood. 
and, you know, kids who may be struggling in school and, you know, having that lack of focus, lack of concentration. Um, and, you know, kids show stress in a different way. So I love touching upon how chiropractic has shaped my life in the ability to grow and develop and, you know, have a strong immune system, be able to play three sports growing up and, you know, really just have overall like a health and wellness lifestyle um, from a very young age. Um, so that's kind of my chiropractic story, as we love to call them. And really, I saw how my uncle loved his job. And to me, it has always been, I want to love what I do every single day when I wake up in the morning, because I think that can be lacking a lot in our society. Um, a lot of people, you know, they just go through the motions and just keep going, but they're never truly maybe happy with what they're doing. They may never have pursued that dream. And, you know, I told myself from a young age, I want to do this and I want to help people find health and wellness and healing. And um, so I pursued that throughout school and, you know, college, and then went down to Georgia um, at one of the top chiropractic schools in the country and just loved it and really just immersed myself in um, brain-based chiropractic, really sticking to the philosophy of that our bodies were designed to heal naturally as long as we can remove the interference. Um, by really sticking to that, educating myself and becoming a better communicator for my future patients, it's really enabled me to build this practice as well as help people with things besides just neck pain and back pain, because honestly, that can get kind of boring as a chiropractor. You, so. Yeah, I mean, you touched on so many amazing points. I mean, love hearing your own personal journey with it. I mean, that's obviously what brought Hillary and I to mental health treatment. And we've shared that on the podcast before. Um, so hearing that you have like a personal journey um, also, you know, makes, makes you, I would imagine uh, a more empathetic um, wellness preneur, because I do think in our fields, you know, there can be a lot of um, compassion fatigue and emotional fatigue, just because we're dealing with a lot. Like I was saying to you, Mackenzie, when we had our meeting, it was like, you know, Hillary and I deal with, with the mental and the, the emotional energy. You deal with that on top of physical energy yes. too. You're giving of yourself physically. So that is, you're giving yourself a lot. So having that fulfillment and passion for what you do, I mean, that just makes it so much better. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, you touched on so many, um, so many different avenues, but one thing, one theme that I, that struck a chord was that just the overall, um, just how people can live and function optimally when they're not dealing with pain. And oh, that is just, that is so huge because I mean, pain, physical pain, leads to emotional pain and leads to a host of other problems. And I've dealt with this myself. I've been in chiropractic care for years as well, mm -hmm. 
for neck and, and head stuff. And I know how like debilitating it can be sometimes. So what's your experience been like with the chiropractic side and also obviously addressing mental health? Yeah, I, I really find that a lot of times I would say so many of my patients recently, um, I, on my new patient, um, intake form, I list so many different conditions that they may have had or currently have. And that includes anxiety and depression. And I haven't done the actual statistics yet, but I really should, because I would say over 80% of my patients check off anxiety and probably over 60% check off depression. And I always touch upon it asking, you know, how are you working through these feelings? How are you working through anxiety and depression? And how is it affecting your daily life? Because although, yes, I am very concerned about helping alleviate the pain that they're going through, the neck pain or the back pain, and making sure that they know that, yes, we are going to handle that. But if we can you know, alleviate some of those symptoms as well as touch upon, you know, your whole being, we can truly make you so much better than you probably can ever imagine. And, uh, you know, one patient comes to mind, she's a new patient and she just came in for a second adjustment today. And it was like, almost a light was turned on with her. It's like, she's just, in a almost happier mood when she comes into the office, knowing that she is stepping into a place of health and healing versus, you know, she went through a divorce and is kind of dealing with all of that stress, had COVID last year, was in the hospital for like over a month and just went through a lot of health struggles. And talking about that with her during her new patient exam and then giving her hope for what her future will look like under chiropractic care. It's like a completely different mindset. And I think it's, it is very important to touch upon the hope that there is in healing in this field. Um, because if they feel kind of hopeless, like, oh, I'll always be in pain or nobody will help me deal with this. I just always have to take the medication, which is not always bad. But, you know, if we can, you know, get to the root cause of what's going on, it, it gets so much better. So that has been really cool. Um, you know, just talking with moms who I had one mom who was um, pregnant and had her baby after her first adjustment with me, which was so oh, cool. Wow. <laughs> she went through and was really talking about how her first birth experience really changed like her complete mindset on giving birth. And she had a lot of anxiety going into it, knowing this could happen and she really didn't want it to happen. And again, touching upon that hope of under chiropractic care, when we're communicating, when the brain and body can communicate well with one another, there's so much possibility. Um, so that's one thing I really touch upon is the possibility 
of healing with a lot of my patients in relation to their overall happiness. I love that. I love that you use the word hope because I feel like so helpful for people to know that, okay, I'm getting great care. This person really cares about what they do and you know how they touch my body. And they're also listening to me, which yep. is huge. And mm-hmm. it's sort of like a well-rounded continuing, continuous care sort of thing, like yep. a care coordination, it sounds, because it's yeah. chiropractic work along with listening to someone's you know, issues along the way and how maybe the physical body has taken some of that stress in and how it's manifested. Um, So with the hope as sort of like the Mm -hmm. theme a little bit, do you see a lot of change in your patients when they leave your office versus when they walk in? You know, I will say, I definitely feel like most of them walk out happy but a lot of my patients walk in happy because it, I like to think of myself, it, it's not your typical doctor's office, right? And um, they, I was even talking about it with one of my patients the other day. I was like, I swear you've been under care for like two months. And then I look at your visit count and you're at like five, but I get to know them so well that I know like all their weekend plans. I, I know like, you know, so much about their lives, they really become like one and it's building the community. I, I will say a lot of parents, um, like there was one of my kiddos, he, um, was on four doses of Miralax a day in order to have a bowel movement. And, um, the mom called and just had a lot of questions for me and answered them. And I said, I don't know how his body is going to respond to this first adjustment. Um, I know that this is going to help. It's not going to hurt, but I just want to be realistic with you. And she, um, you know, the adjustment went well. She left. They came back the next week and she was just like in awe, like smile ear to ear. And she was like, we only had to use three doses of Miralax in order like this entire week each day for him to get a bowel movement. And he had one on the way home from the adjustment without any Miralax. And so to me, it's like that little guy, he didn't like, he kind of knew that this was helping, but he wasn't really sure where the mom, it was just like, I love this place. And um, to me, that is like, so special, where like, she even was getting a little emotional, because it's life changing for her, where he might be able to potty train soon, you know, so I guess to sorry, <laughs> like, so um, not answering your question. Super <laughs> easily, but Yes, like people definitely, I would say, leave in better moods, but it's not like they ever come in in that bad of moods either. If that makes well, I think sense. it's, it's what you're, yeah, and it's what you're talking about of like they know yeah. that they're doing something important and healthy for themselves yeah. and for their families that's going to give them hope that they can get to some kind of, um, not a baseline of functioning, but an, uh, a thriving, you know, functioning. Oh, yeah. um, and one thing I would like uh, to, to go back on when you were talking about in the beginning is um, 
you know, how we hold stress in our bodies and especially, you know, trauma, traumatic injuries, emotional yeah. trauma, and how that is stored in the body. You know, we talked about that on the podcast before and how, you know, your body remembers that and holds mm-hmm. on to that to protect you and keep you safe. Right. But obviously with chronic tension, it comes chronic yeah. pain. So, um, so how, how do you, how does chiropractic care kind of help to release some of that or to get people to a state of rest and relaxation when their body is in that chronic tension from stress, mental illness, or trauma? Yeah. Um, I, I like to talk about sympathetic dominance. So, you know, in the nervous system, we have our sympathetic nervous system, which is like our fight and flight, which is so important for different functions, making sure that we can run away from a predator and, you know, stay safe. But then we also have the parasympathetic, which is that rest and digest phase of the nervous system. And what I've seen in so many of my patients is that sympathetic dominance where they're just stuck in a state of fight or flight, the chronic stress, um, you know, weight gain because of, you know, the blood sugar regulation is off with cortisol and different hormones, lack of sleep or lack of good quality sleep is huge when it, cause if you're not resting properly, you're not sleeping properly. Um, a lot of symptoms of dysfunction, headaches, neck pain, constantly, I swear every single patient has that stress in their shoulders. That's me. I know. (laughs) We we tend to hold it there. And so that's why I always check posture. But a lot of that sympathetic dominance, um, what we see with consistent chiropractic care, especially within that like month of care that I'm seeing them more often is each chiropractic adjustment is kind of activating that parasympathetic rest and digest phase. And so when we're activating that, we are able to really see the nervous system calm down so that instead of focusing on surviving, it can get that quality sleep. It can digest properly. Um, You know, we don't have stress or tension headaches in the afternoon, like so many um, patients come in with. So really just the positive feedback to the nervous system that a chiropractic adjustment provides helps activate rest and digest, kind of like you were talking about. So yeah. And that's, that's huge. I mean, that's a lot of what we talk about of, you know, when you're anxious, your body is in that chronic state of fight or flight and your body doesn't know that there's no danger or it's perceiving something as a threat or as dangerous um, when it's just a daily, you know, I don't know, just something that's a nuisance or something that's annoying or some, some little problem that your brain is perceiving to be this big issue. Um, and then you just hold it all inside. And I think that's why what you do and therapy together can be so helpful because you're addressing the physical and the mental and you are attacking, you know, the stress from, from both sides, um, which is so important. Um, so do you have recommendations for people 
um, who maybe perhaps can't access chiropractic care or um, just are not in a position where they can get to a chiropractor? Do you have any suggestions for people with chronic pain, tension, stress, what they can do? Yeah, I think, you know, if they can one deal with inflammation going on with their body. So diet is a great place to start if you can't really find access to a chiropractor. So really, you know, avoiding those inflammatory, pro-inflammatory foods, sugar, making sure you're drinking plenty of water, avoiding the caffeine that tends to help. Um, we also, I don't go a ton into this, but a lot of my friends in the chiropractic world, they do a lot of like diaphragmatic breathing, meditation. I need to be better about those. Um, But those are really great ways to um, improve your vagal tone, which we know the vagus nerve is super important with the rest and digest parasympathetic nervous system. So by doing that diaphragmatic breathing and meditation, you're activating your vagus nerve, which, um, you know, that vagal tone is super important to your overall health. Um, Those would probably be like my top three things if you're not able to see a chiropractor um, and, you know, if you don't have access to therapy and all of that stuff, but um, just like eating healthy, exercising, making sure that, you know, you can meditate. (laughs) Well, I I think, you know, one of the biggest takeaways from this is that and something I'm sure we've talked about before, Hillary, is that you you need a well-rounded approach because, you know, the body is complex. I also believe that the body is designed to heal itself. I mean, talk, we talk about, you know, the vagus nerve and, you know, neuroplasticity and like you can heal your brain um, doing these techniques, but, you know, therapy isn't necessarily going to be the one fix, you know, chiropractic care is not necessarily going to be the one fix, Uh, physical therapy, massage, X, Y, Z, you know, it helps to do, you know, do what you can, but try things, Um, find what works, find what doesn't work. You know, I've been in and out of therapy. I've been in and out of chiropractic care. I've been in and out of X, Y, Z, and, you know, meet yourself where you're at in, in whatever phase of life you're at. Um, but don't be afraid to try something if you haven't tried it yet. Cause you don't know, you know, I know people don't give chiropractic care a fair shot. You know, they, they go to their PCP first for pain, or they go to, you know, a, a med provider first for pain. Um, they don't try these more quote unquote alternative, um, types of, um, modalities, which is unfortunate. And I know, you know, obviously therapy gets a bad rap sometimes too. So, um, you know, but, but try, try it and see what happens. If you do struggle with mental health conditions, anxiety, depression, try chiropractic care, see what happens. You know, um, I don't think, I think pain is common, but it's not normal. Like it shouldn't be normal. And unfortunately, I think we normalize it all too often as just like, this is just how it is. You're just meant to be in pain for the rest of your life. Like, I don't know. I don't think that's a healthy way of looking at it. Yeah. And Mackenzie, I think that you did a great job explaining the survival mode 
Mm-hmm. Um, that can be physical yeah. as well. I think that, of course, Christina and I focus on the mental aspect of that and what that mm-hmm. means for mental health. But it was great for you to clarify what that also means for the physical body and how it can live in there. And you can live in survival mode and your body mm-hmm. will hold it. And yep. we don't always recognize that. So thank you for explaining that because, um, you know, again, the well-rounded care, the coordination of care, you can have a chiropractor, therapist, energy healing, yoga, meditation, the breathing, you can try all different modalities to have a coordination of care, like a whole treatment plan for yourself. And that way you can get it from every angle because it's not just in the mind, it's, it's in the body, it's mm-hmm. in our souls and our spirits and it's everywhere. So yeah, we were just talking about energy last week. So You're right. <laughs> Um, Mackenzie, if, um, if people want to get in touch with you, find you, work with you also, I mean, we didn't get to talk too much about pediatric care. I mean, you know, our audience is mostly, um, adult, uh, women. We have some men listeners out there, but mostly adult women. Um, (laughs) so, you know, definitely, you know, some moms there who might be looking for either chiropractic care for themselves or for their kids. Um, so how can people connect with you? Yeah. So, um, I am on Instagram life chiropractic NH. Um, you can also find me on Facebook. Um, I post a lot of like educational posts all about stress, ADHD, allergies, uh, neurodiversity, like all the cool things and how chiropractic relates and helps, um, as well as some pregnancy and cool pictures of me adjusting kiddos and stuff. (laughs) Um, also my website is lifechironh.com. Um, the office, you can even go on and book your first visit, lifechironh.janeapp.com. Um, and then the office phone number is 603-580-5893. And, uh, we can answer any questions, um, moms or really anyone may have about, um, signing up for their first visit. But yeah. And we'll have all of the, the information <laughs> in case you didn't have a pen handy to write. On. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the youngest that you'll see, by the way? I, so I am hoping that I will be seeing like a week old baby <gasps> as soon as they come out of their mom. In the month wow. I know. Um, Yes. So I have a couple moms who are due like the first week of June and, you know, we're already like talking about how they'll be bringing their babies in. (laughs) Uh, So yes, but the, so I will see, you know, while they're in the womb, (laughs) but the, the youngest I've seen so far in practice has been eight months, but I'm really looking forward to seeing younger than that in the coming months, for sure. That's amazing. And and for listeners who don't know Mackenzie, I mean, I've met with her obviously in person and she's such a, a warm, like friendly presence so that I can totally see little kids just like falling in love with you and being <laughs> so, so like calm and comforting to, um, to, have chiropractic care because I can imagine you know kids like going to the doctor is so scary and so that can be traumatizing in and of itself and so um 
if you're in the Seacoast, check out Dr. McKenzie. We'll have all of her info in the show notes. And if you have any questions for her, um, you can reach out to her directly or contact us. And um, you can also find us on Instagram at Hillary and Christina or our individual pages. And we'll link those in the show notes as well. Thank you so much, Mackenzie. Thank Thank you for for having me. me. Thank you. All right. Stay well, everyone. Stay well.